Um, you know what? I don't know what. <laughs> I just was like, I'm sitting here and I'm on the back end of COVID. Um, <laughs> finally caught up to me after two and a half years. Took a couple of park visits away from me, but I was there um, just before. In fact, it's not out of reach to say that I may have actually caught it from there. That's not out of the realm of possibility, but it's more than likely a, a conference I went to in San Diego. Um, but here we are, uh, and I just was like, oh, you know what? We haven't talked in a bit, and give me something to do because it's just another day of me sitting around uh, at home, which is hopefully hopefully today's the last day because I'm past the point now that I should be contagious. So um, my, I'm in the test later and then probably, you know, maybe take a trip to the grocery store either today or tomorrow for just a couple of small things that we need. Shout out to my parents who have decided like, Oh, let's keep taking them dinner. Okay. I'm not gonna <laughs> turn that down. Like my dad literally called me one day and was like, yeah, I'm going to make you dinner. I was like, okay. And I was like, I'm going to make you carne asada and bring you some beans and some macaroni salad and tortillas and chips and salsa. I said, I'm in, get <laughs> me in and some hot yeah, links and hot dogs. Didn't make you lose your taste of a uh, sense of smell. No, I didn't have that. I, that, that wasn't, <laughs> one of the symptoms that I have, it actually had it very mild, but I was sick. Um, I wasn't asymptomatic. I actually did get sick, but I was only sick for like two days, two and a half days really is all I was sick. And then I started getting better after that. So thank the maker, SC3PO would say, I'm good, but you've been to the park a lot. So what have you been doing? I'll chime in with some of the stuff. What's, what's been new over there? First off, I'm shocked that I have not caught the vid yet. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Yeah, it's honestly, this version. Sooner or later. Probably I've is, but some more tests in the mail just so I can have them. I've tested several times because my parents got uh, sick and we saw them the day before they showed symptoms. Um, and then they got my in-laws sick. But nobody else was sick at my mm. almost super spreader barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> for the um, so we've tested several times and because we felt fine, our tests were negative. Yeah. We headed off to the parks. I even went by myself one morning, um, because yeah, how fun. nobody is around. And I was like, you know what? I had one goal. My one goal is I'm going to ride Splash Mountain, not because it's going away. Um, cause I could care less what animatronic is in there. Like whatever. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Tiana. It's something new and fresh. I'm always down. It with took me. long enough because we got that announcement at like the height of COVID. And at, then at the height of certain movements, that's when we got that announcement. <laughs> I, you, you're right. You're right. But there's been no word since. And no. I think if I didn't talk to you about this, I talked to somebody else about it. And I was like, have we heard anything since? Because that was that was 2020. Yeah. It was 2020 when we heard something because I this is going to sound stupid, but I had just started on TikTok. And one of the first videos I made on TikTok was something to do with that because people I kept getting asked, like, what do you think about Splash Mountain Change? I don't care. Yeah. Like, no, no one knows the song of the South is. Song of like, the kids South don't know is, what it is. So. Yeah. Not only is it wildly racist, you know, OK, cool. Got it. Get rid of it. They've gotten rid of the show unless you own a bootleg copy. No I one's do. watching. Yeah, there's a few. But I mean, like, are you sitting down like as a family and showing your kids <laughs> Song of the South? No, they don't know who Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox is. Quite frankly, I barely know who they are. So because um, I really like I wasn't I, if it wasn't on the Disney Channel in the 80s, we didn't really watch it. My parents aren't really Disney people. Well, I mean, so. the, the cartoon, the animated pieces, then the characters are known a little bit more than the actual film. 
So there were some parts of the animated stuff that was like, okay, that's some kind of mildly racist overtones. But because it was just that was what the cartoon was at the time, I think the bigger problem people have with it is the misrepresentation of slaves. Because if you've ever actually seen the movie, there's no reference to the fact that Uncle Remus is actually a, a slave. Right. And and I believe it's supposed to happen during. Life. He's What's almost that? like, this is the best life ever. It's yeah. like, oh God. It's, it's like so almost like he's a sharecropper. And yeah. it was like that. It's not, I don't remember if, is that Anton, uh, it might be an antebellum film. I don't remember if it is or not. You know, I'm not sure. I haven't really like looked into it, but, but like, so I'll be honest. I had a Disney book in the eighties that had the song of the South as a story in it. And mm-hmm. I remember reading that story more than I, I don't, I'll, I don't think I've ever seen the whole movie Song of the South. I, honestly, it's not that good. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think I, first off, whenever you have anything that people perceive as some kind of like childhood classic and you're trying to tell them this is actually a horrible, this is a horrible show. This is a horrible movie. It's the nostalgia people remember. And yeah. we all know people remember things better than they were. So, um, but I remember the story. And I mean, it's cute. Like, it's a zippy little song. Okay, great. Um, and it goes with Critter Country. Okay, fine. But I I really, I mean, and even, how old is Tiana now? Princess and the Frog is how many oh, years? My daughter was a little girl. She's 16. So it has right? to be, it's over 10. Um, no, no, she was a young little girl, so I'll get the date for you right now, but it's got to be pushing 15 years. So we're looking at replacing a theme that's like 50 years old or more with a theme that's like 15 years old or more. So like, we're not, we're not exactly updating this to like something super relevant, but Tiana fits perfectly because right next to 13 years. So Tiana is 13 years. Okay. Song of the South came out in 46. Right. And it Which takes place during Reconstruction. Yeah. Older than my dad. Yeah, actually, um, older than mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, it's time. And um, it fits in perfectly because New Orleans Square is, is literally next door. I mean, oh, the yeah. mansion is right there. Mm-hmm. And, and if we're going to get rid of Critter Country, who cares? So we rethemed the Hungry Bear Restaurant, too. Go for it. I mean, okay, Pooh's over there, but I mean, really, how many people ride Pooh unless it's just I don't know. It was a 50-minute wait when I looked on the app the other day. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was that, I would never wait that wait that long. I don't wait 10 minutes for that ride. And I wouldn't. If it's, it's a walk-on, I won't. It's cute, wait. but it was the product of we're just going to cut back costs from what we were originally supposed to, to spend. But, That's really what happened. And they rethemed that because that wasn't originally – there so it's like it's disney needs to keep constantly retheming so anyway back to my original point i went there to ride splash mountain because i haven't been on it in over 10 years i hadn't been on it since the last time i had passes and my husband will not ride it with me he doesn't like the drops he doesn't want to get wet so every time we go and the line is usually like when it's hot it's a 75 minute wait and i'm like Mm -hmm. "Eh, waiting so i said you know what it's a whatever. I think it was like a Thursday or something. I'm like, I'm going to go rope drop Splash Mountain. And so I went there by myself. And I'll tell you, going to Disney by yourself is actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I met a bunch of people um, on the tram. I met a couple and she's like, oh, are you by yourself? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, 
oh, it must not be your first time here. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, oh, it's our first time. It's our honeymoon. We just got married. I was like, oh, congrats. And they were asking me questions because she'd never been to DCA. So I was answering some questions. Hey, hit this, rope drop this, go over here, mobile order some of these tacos for lunch. Like I kind of gave her like the rundown on the tram ride. We parted. I went over to Disney, met another couple who wanted to rope drop rise. So I told them like, hey, look at the app and make sure it's not down because rise is notorious for going down in the morning. Um, and so they're like, okay. And then I told them as the rope drop happened, I was like, walk quickly, go, 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 go. Cause they were like strolling and I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> Do you think that's still worth <laughs> rope dropping? Huh? Do you think that's still worth rope dropping? So I randomly, the two people I met at Rope Drop, I actually found later on in the day. It, it was the weirdest thing. And I asked him, I said, hey, did you make it on Rise? He's like, yeah, we got on it in under an hour. So I guess it worked out for him. I have never waited more than an hour for that ride any time that I've ridden it. And recently actually this summer or yet list will include like april and may and that too um i've written it almost every time i've gone to the park but i usually catch it at about 45 minutes 45 to 60 minutes which is a fair wait time for a ride of of that caliber like i don't know why people like i'm looking at the app right now and it's at 85 minutes would not wait 85 minutes for that ride no, and I and I love it. Uh, I would say that Rise is probably like my favorite ride at the park. It, it yeah. incorporates not just a ride, but a whole like it is true theme park. Yeah, it yeah. is a theme experience. So, um, but I did tell him what you've often said. I said, "Hey, listen, if for whatever reason you can't rope drop it, it's down. Whatever." I said, "My friend always has luck in the evening." I said, "Always." I said, "He watches the times and." Somewhere around the six o'clock in the afternoon hour, he notices that he has luck riding it. So if you can't do it in the morning, then do it later. So I did tell him that because you and I have spoken a lot about that and mm. you, you've often hit it just right. So, um, so of course, on the day I want to rope drop something, it's down. Okay, splashes down. So I said, you know what? Let's just hit up some other things. I hit up Thunder. It was a straight walk on at rope drop. So I did thunder first, walked over to pirates, straight walk on, um, left pirates. The app was wrong. I went to go over to Indiana Jones and it said 10 minutes and it was 25. And I don't like Indiana Jones enough to wait 25 minutes for it. Mm. Um, though it's 25 minutes is a, is a great wait time for Indy. I just oh, yeah. it. By the way, they no longer have single rider at Indiana Jones. I asked. They have been flirting with that for a long time. Yeah, and I think it's partially because of lightning lanes um, and some other. They got rid of a single rider at um, you can't do it at space anymore and you cannot do it at Indy. You can still do it at Matterhorn because um, that's what I did. And then um, so I checked there, didn't want to wait, walked over to um, Haunted Mansion. It was 13 minutes. So that was a walk on, walked right on to that. And then after Haunted Mansion, Splash was still down. So I said, you know what? It was like 9 a.m. I'm like, I'm going to go into, um, I'm going to see if Oga's has anything and I'll just walk in there and have a drink and then leave. As I'm walking to Oga's, 
I caught Shuey on the way in, went to Oga's straight walk-in, didn't even wait for, I just walked into Oga's. They were taking people as walk-ups. Um, tried a new drink at Oga's because, you know, I'm there all the time. And so uh, I notice when they have new things and they have a new fizz drink, definitely a seltzer. Definitely some kind of like hard white claw with sugar syrup in it. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take an outer rim any day. Give me the margarita. Um, And then after that, uh, I noticed Splash was open. And so I was like, by now it's what, 9.30, almost 10. I said, that line's going to grow fast. So I'm going to haul. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like power walking like the old ladies at the mall in the morning to get to splash through Batu. And I see um, R2-D2, take a quick pick, keep running. Uh, Splash was a walk-on. So I walked right on to Splash um, and I, I dressed for the occasion. I wore my water pants and my (laughs) chanclas I was ready um good thing I was soaked soaked I was sitting in the middle seat and apparently that was a splash zone I was head to toe I, I don't think anything escaped and I was completely soaked but it was fun it was I forgot how many drops there were yeah like, that was a bunch of that ride yeah um, and it was a lot of fun. I, I see why people would probably be like, oh, I love this ride and you s- shouldn't change it, but they can easily change it to Tiana. And I think it will be, honestly, it was a great retheme to so do Tiana. It's, and that's, I think what it is. It's a, it's a retheme. It's not like redoing the ride because you can leave the ride. It, it fits. It's not that much of a stretch to take no. that ride and say, oh, it's almost a swamp and a bayou anyway. Yes. We're just going to change the characters that are in it. That's yes. really all you're doing. Probably brighten yeah. it up a little bit, some slap some paint on here and there, and it's like almost like an overlay. You could pull off almost like an overlay on that ride, and it would work. Absolutely. And I think, isn't it going, it's going down when? At the end of this year, right? Yeah, it's not Same due until happens. next year sometime. Yeah, they're saying late 2023. Um, I don't think it'll open for summer of 2023. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't, I just don't think they'll get it done that fast. They could if they wanted to, but it took them five months to add lights to an alligator in Pirates of the Caribbean. So, um, that ride was down for way too long. By the way, there's still animatronics that don't work in it. So good job there. Uh, refurbing <laughs> Pirates, Disney. I, I don't know. I gotta, I have to actually send a message. The truck still is leaking something too. So, you know, that works. Oh my gosh. No, and this is not, it's not like it was. Oh, not at all. It still, is, this one is just a drip, but I'm like, what the heck? I just I happened. To, I didn't park it in the driveway on purpose. Good. Yeah. Until I was sure. And I, I caught something yesterday. But, yeah. Um, that, that's how it is with mechanical parts. Like, I, I don't but I it's get it. But animatronics don't. that hadn't been working before. It's not like new ones sprung up. It wasn't like, oh, hey, we had this not working. We fixed it. And now this other thing isn't working. No, it's the same thing that wasn't working before. So I'm just going to assume they can't get those, like, a couple of things to work. Is it a great ride? Yeah. Pirates is always a good time. Is the new alligator and the little water lilies cute? Yeah, they're adorable. They're adorable. My point being, it takes Disney sometimes a long time to do something. So I don't see Splash opening back up until the 
I, I bet you it opens up for like their Halloween season because it's still hot in California. It's California. It, we have like three days where it's cold. Yeah. I mean, it's cold from like maybe January to February where we're like, oh, it's chilly, um, but it'll be fine. So I think I don't know. I'll be shocked if they get it up uh, by the end of summer. But you know what? Disney fall comes in September. So <laughs> it can go up in September which is still kind of summer, um, but to Disney, it will be fall. <laughs> so I think, I yeah, think it'll be good. Yeah, it is, because I was just thinking the Haunted Mansion goes down the 15th of August. August. Yeah, yeah, and it's down for a month, and mm-hmm. then it, in the middle of September pops back up for, um, well, right. basically fall and Christmas, because it's going to be nightmare before Christmas. Right. Um, so then after Splash, I ran back over to Fantasyland, uh, hit up a couple rides over there. I did the carousel. I did Mr. Toad. Uh, then I ran over to the Matterhorn where I did a single rider line for that. It was, it, I think I waited five or six minutes for a single rider on that. Got my chiropractic adjustment for the day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's bumpy. I feel like I'm way too old to ride that. Every time I ride it, I was like, oh, mistakes were made. And then oh, I, and it's I better jumped- than it was. Yeah, no. It's, when they it first is reopened it, it and they cool. had the single individual seats, it was very rough. Yeah. yeah, it's not as bad as it was. I don't know what they it, did. But it's also like a really old ride, so you're not riding something with like 2022 well, technology. And then you know, honestly, that ride, it's a free fall. Free fall. You know, it's just you get the you get the train, the, what they yeah. call a train, up to the top. Then after that, it's a free fall. And if you notice every once in a while, there's some spinning tires mm-hmm. along the route to be with the momentum. But other than that, it's just riding on the steel tube. Yep. And then the water is there to slow you down. There's a purpose for the water. It actually is to slow you down. Yeah. Or it catches the train again and then drags you back into the station. Yeah. And I in the line for that, if you weren't single rider, it was an 80-minute wait, which I would never. See, again, like, I don't know why people do that. I, like, I, that's a... F- at tops, 45 minutes that I'll wait for that. And I, it really is a lot of looking at the app and saying, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Hey, look, this is this time. That's a good time. But we so have passes. That. Yeah, that's that's true. We have but, every, but everybody I tell that only goes for the day. And I'm like, hey, you need to do this. You really need to learn how to use the app and learn to look at the stuff and be like, okay, this is what, what do you want to wait for this? Because right. that ride's, oh my God, that ride's super cool. You know, that's my hour. I'll wait an hour for that. Mr. Toad, I'm not waiting 50 minutes for Mr. Toad. No, that's a, that's a 15, 20 minute wait. Exactly. I like Mr. Toad. But it's, it's not, we're not waiting. We, we and, and I get it. You've got kids. Okay, fine. But do your kids, how many kids do you know who can wait an hour in line without some kind of, uh, so many parents are handing their kids their iPhones in line because right. these kids are waiting an hour. And I'm like, bro, I am 44 and I can't wait an hour for this, let alone if I was four. So, I, I mean, no hate to parents on that one. Thank goodness you have iPhones. Can you imagine if you didn't? I can't even Im- – I don't even remember how my parents used to keep us entertained except to just tell us to shut up a lot. Play with uh, your sister. Play with your brother. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and I think that's – you can't just go to Disney without a plan of action anymore. Um, like maybe 20 years ago, you could just show up and walk around and do some stuff. But now if you don't have passes, if you're there for one day, you really need to do some research on Disney, which is, I mean, 
it's the nature of the beast. We can argue that it's sad or whatever, but it is what it is. You need to be on your phone and you need to know how to use that app. You need to know how to mobile order because the lines for food can get so there, bad. You know, I've that's ridiculous. It, it really is. Like, and it is, I mean, I know it's everything, Park. It's a waste of time, though. It's such a waste of time for me. Like, let's say something like Pizza Planet because we eat at Pizza Planet. Kind of a lot because one daughter likes pasta, the other likes pizza, and then I can actually order something from Galactic Grill for right. my son, um, and we can all eat in that um, in the terrace area. Just mm-hmm. you know, bring it over there. And when I order from Pizza Planet and go pick it up because I get called and my orders ready, the line that's outside, I'm like, I really and, and most of it is the line is just outside. They send you from the outside and I'll go wait at window window one, two, three, whatever it is. Um, I don't want to wait in that. No. I was like, I spent, you know, a minute, two minutes ordering on my phone, then found a table that we could sit down on, sit down at, sat down for a few minutes, said, okay, order's ready. I walk in there, wait for one person, maybe two in front of me to get their order. Then I got it and I'm out and it, you, people are still waiting in line. Yeah. Like it's, a, it's such a waste of time to me. You can get, you literally can get on an entire another ride if you wanted to, depending on, on what it was. Cause sometimes we order, you know, what do we want? Oh, this sounds good. Okay, let's order it like in two hours. Yeah. So like, you know, yeah. All right, we'll order it. So in two hours later, we know, okay, then we can get it now. We're hungry. Well, Knott's does not do mobile order. And eating at Knott's Berry Farm makes me want to gouge my eyes out. It's horrible to eat there. First off, do Universal not eat. Too. Yeah, don't even think about eating between 11 and 2. No, do not be hungry between those time. Like, don't even want a snack because the lines are so bad. So I love that Disney has mobile order. I wish everyone would because when we get to the park, if we know we're staying, so we're rope droppers. We always have been. By the time it gets hot, we're leaving. Um, You're a nighttime guy, so you go after it gets hot. But neither one of us are there during the peak we want to roast time frame, which is when a lot of people are going to be in the shops or wanting to eat. So if we know we're going to eat lunch there, we don't have any reservations. We're just going to do a quick service. I order our quick service at 8 a.m. for like 11.30. And that way we know that it's there. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry about it. And like you said, we do everything we want. We go get a table. We click the button. We walk over and pick it up and we can eat. And it's so much less stress to be able to mobile order. And I I don't know. Like, I think Disney doesn't do a good job <laughs> of really informing people of certain things when it comes to um the app and using their phone they have some like banners and they're like oh you should mobile order but unless you follow vloggers or you're listening to podcasts or you're at disney all the time do you really know to do that and there's a lot of people picking up those three-day passes because they're affordable and you can go three times and i don't know if those are the you know if those people understand like how much of a benefit the phone is and mobile the info, but they give you the info when you buy it, when you get the email that says, okay, mm-hmm. here's your tickets, whatever that's it's there. It's kind of their choice if they choose not to use it. Cause that's just the way, I don't know. I think that's just where we're at. The last time we actually podcasted, I told you the same thing about the star Wars app. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much in the star Wars app and people just don't, they don't bother to look at it. I think I can just do with whatever. Well, guess what? Comic-Con is coming up and I'll be there at Comic-Con, not this weekend, but next weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's going to be the same thing. Like they have an app and a lot of stuff is going to be based uh, in the app. 
So you have to learn how to use that. And it's just, that's just the way the world is. It's 2022. I mean, we use phones now. We use apps now. That's just what we are. And and I understand there are people who are like, mm, I don't like it. I like the old ways. Okay, well, that's great. Unfortunately, time marches on. And whether or not we like the old ways, that's not the way it is. And, you know, we're younger Gen Xers. Like, we're, you know, we're on the younger end of the Gen X. And I have friends who are 50, and they act like they're 150 when it comes to technology. And I don't understand. Like my 74-year-old dad can use his phone better than some of my old Gen Xer friends who are like fighting the system. And I'm like, you cannot fight this. Like just order the burger and move on. You can complain about it. But I'm telling you, it's easier to just use the apps. It's just so much easier. Um, But yeah, uh, I was able to do... I got there at rope drop um, and I was able to do eight rides plus Ogas plus I saw Chewbacca and I could have stopped him, but little kids were there and I'm not pushing a five-year-old out of the way so I could take a picture <laughs> with Chewy. Um, <laughs> I'm not one of those people. And uh, I didn't, I didn't get a snack cause I, I was going home to eat. Um, but I did go to Oga's in between that and I was there, I think I left at 11, 15, 11 30. I started heading for the exit. So eight, eight rides that I feel that that's a pretty successful morning. Um, considering the longest I waited for anything was 15 minutes for Mr. Toad. Wow. That's a good, that's a good morning. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it went really well. Um, we had a pretty good morning on a, on Sunday, the third we went and uh, it was dead until 11. I mean, the park was dead until 11 o'clock in the morning. It's like everybody was sleeping in that day or they wanted to come at night for the fireworks. I've heard Saturday and Sunday mornings have been really nice. Um, you know, I've told you, I've been wanting to get there to do that, but I have to cross the orange County line, um, which sometimes is not the most ideal thing. Uh, I think I'm going to do it on a Sunday pretty soon. My brother was hoping we could do it this last Sunday. Didn't know Corona would come and would come and hit me, but um, it did. Um, the next one, I'm. I think the next Sunday is Comic Con. Actually, uh, well, there's this Sunday, but that I don't think it's going to happen. The following one is Comic Con, and then after that, I, right before we start back at work, I yeah. think I might do that. I might actually go in the morning and uh, do a rope drop to do a couple things that we never get to do because we never yeah. for rope drop um, as we speak. I'm actually a couple of days away. Thursday is a couple of days away. I have a park reservation. I think I'll make that because I'm almost COVID free. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, it's going to be hot though. So that's an evening trip. <laughs> that's definitely an evening trip. Yeah. So, it's going to be very up. warm this Thursday. Oh, and you know what? You wouldn't want to rope drop this Sunday at Disney. You would on DCA. This Sunday is Disneyland's birthday. And I'm just oh, that's the reason why I couldn't go. That actually also happens to be my wife's birthday. Literally, every vlogger will be there. Of course, (laughs) of course. Let's not get started. We have reservations for Sunday. Um, We do have reservations for Sunday. Uh, Not sure if we're going to keep them, Um, but we we have them. But we know what we're getting into. During the day is kind of whatever. I don't know if they're planning any big hoopla before. You know, they usually have a. Just a card and some special merchandise. This yeah. isn't a big one. No. The 65th already happened, so this isn't a, 
a big one. I was there on the 60th, the 65th, obviously, was COVID. Right. So nothing happened there. But for the 60th, they had a bunch of those photo ops and and things like that, which um, we did. The most you're going to catch is maybe a couple of um, a button. Yeah. Um, they may give you something in the morning, a button or something like that. Uh, those big sign, those cardboard signs that, oh, happy birthday, 65th. It's not going to be, it's not going to be much. People make a bigger deal out of it than, than it is. It isn't a major one. So not until the 70th. We'll we were there last year when, when Disney reopened our first, cupcakes or something. <laughs> we didn't even eat them. It was our first ever time to Disney on the three day pass. Cause it was before they had keys. So that was our first day that we got to, that we got our ticket for, mm-hmm. um, and so we, there was nothing special. There may have been a cupcake, but considering every influencer in a 150-mile radius was there to cry over cupcakes in the castle, we just avoided all the opening day attractions, honestly. Because um, that that seems to be like an influencer thing. They look for the cupcake, they look for the merch, and then they ride all the opening day attractions. Okay, you do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here. I'm going to do something more fun. So, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, Disney's birthday is probably not the day you want to try to accomplish like a rope drop thing. But um, I have a few more dates as well. I, I okay, want it's, also, it's also my wife's birthday. So oh. we do things there. And then some, depending on what the date is, sometimes yeah. she's back to work by that, by her birthday. So um, sometimes it's been like, oh, well, you got to go to work. I'm going to go in the evening to kind of close out the park. So I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have any plans for it. If I feel better and we decide, oh, there's not much going on. It is a Monday. She has to go to work the next day um, or it is a Sunday. She has to go to work the next day. Then I can, you know, make that decision. Yeah, it's always that's what I like. Because I'm, pro- I'm probably pretty sure I can get a same day uh, reservation. <laughs> the only people the only times that I'm seeing that are blocked out are the end of August when all the passes I think start opening up again. Um, Cause right now aren't most, there's a bunch of blackout dates, right? I have the dream key. So I don't have any blackout dates. Um, yeah. The two lower passes are blocked until the middle of August. And that's and why that's- you see, that's why you see all the, there's two things going on. We'll talk about it very briefly, but there's two things going on. One is the, um, those two pat- lower passes open up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people itching to get back. And then two, that the bulk a good chunk of the keys are going to expire at the end of August. Yeah, mine, I, I got mine on the first day and I used it within a, a few days after uh, the first time. So mine expires, I think the 28th of August and there's it's FOMO. It's fear of missing out because people yeah. are, there's some, some people that legitimately think, Oh, they're not going to let renewals happen. Even though we've been told they're going to happen. They just don't know how yet. And we're not quite yet in that 40 day window. Right. Um, and then people that are just going to get it in because they know they're not going to renew because there's a bunch of people who are not going to renew. Right. And, uh, and I know a lot, which is fine. Don't renew. Bye. So my pass expires on the 26th of August. So we are 40, I am 46 days away. So Disney has six days to figure out life. Um, before well, the-, the thing about that is not really. They just the the norm for it has it's been, 40. yeah. You can do it no earlier than forty days out, but it didn't say they would let you know in forty days out. True. Yeah. That's so true. we could go potentially a bigger chunk of the summer, and and not know. Yeah, 
And, and I'll, I'll be honest, I've said this before, I really love my pass. We made it our priority to get the most use out of it we could um, because we're like, well, we paid a lot of money for this and we have free parking, let's do it. And so we've gone a lot and and I've, I've had people, you go all the time. I'm like, do you know how much I pay for this? Like, yes, this is, this was our entertainment for the year. That was our, we didn't go on a cruise. We didn't go to Europe we made the conscious decision that we were going to go to Disney. Um, so if they don't renew, all right, bummer, but fine. And if they do renew, cool, then we will evaluate what that is at the time and we'll make that decision. But I think um, Disney would be, uh, Disney would be a miss to not allow renewals. That's what they did in Florida. And if we're going to look at what they did in Florida, they just paused. You can't buy new ones, which sucks if you have little kids who are turning three. That's yeah. the thing where I'm yeah. like, yo, um, you should figure something out there because that's not cool. Like at least let parents buy their three-year-old a pass. Well, I'm, I'm not going to talk about this because I'm, I don't want to start any rumors and I don't, I don't, I just don't want to be that guy. But right. Comic-Con went through something similar because um, kids under 12 the kids under 12 are free. Hmm. So what happened was like the Comic-Con tickets that I have, I've had them since 2019. Right. I've had them since 2019 for 2020. And they know they're in a spot. Comic-Con knows 100% they're in a spot where people that have tickets who had planned to go with their kids, those kids have now aged out. Yeah. There are a group of kids who've aged out. And I think Comic-Con is allowing for that. I haven't paid too much attention to what they're doing, but Comic-Con did allow for that. Disney is not going to do the same thing. No. They, no they, won't, Disney, they won't do the same thing. But, especially because right now, the guy in charge, again, I understand, but he's the, he's not about grace. He's yeah. money. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that Comic-Con took into account, because of the circumstances, this happened. Right. And we'll make an allowance for it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm not predicting one way or another what Disney right. is going to do. They're fully open to do whatever they want. But I'm saying Comic-Con did take that into account. Like it we understand just, that, that this happened and it that's just, it. We'll do something about it. Yeah. For it. Me, it would just, it just sucks for parents. Oh yeah. That's the only thing like, and, and because some people were saying like in Disney, you have a choice. You can renew for the same tier or you can go lower but you can't go higher. So in Florida, you, you can just- Was oh, that what it was in Florida? Yeah, because um, I followed uh, some guy in Florida and he said, he said you could renew for where you're at or you can go down, but you couldn't go up. Um, so he went from the top Florida pass to the one right underneath it um, for whatever reason. And so that's what Florida is doing. And they have fr frozen all new pass purchases. But if you have one, you can still renew at, at or below. Disney land, I would think, and again, I don't know, but it would make sense for Disney land to do the same thing that Disney World has done. Um, knowing full well, they're probably going to increase the cost for a variety of reasons. One, demand to inflation um and three that's disney's mo they always just increase prices and so i would think that disney would say okay well you can renew where you're at or below and these are the prices but um 
Disney has learned in the shutdown that they can do whatever they want. They can give less for more money and people will flock to them because they're busier than they've been in a very long time. Do I know people who are very upset with the reservation system and swear they're never going to have passes again? Yeah, there's a couple of them on my timeline. But overall, most people have been like, I enjoy it. I'm going to renew. So we'll see. Um, I think I would renew because I've really enjoyed going to Disney this year. Um, I really want to get back out to Knott's. But the only thing that stops me from going to Knott's is the parking situation there. So I rope drop Knott's exclusively. Like Disney, I'll show up a few hours later, not at Knott's Berry Farm. And Knott's has been rough, (laughs) (laughs) for lack of a better term. And I just, I don't pass this to Universal. I would love to get out there. Um, I don't think I'd get out there enough to warrant me getting a pass. The, uh, I think it, the price like for, and we'll talk about Universal in a minute, but like the price of Universal for a one-day ticket, you're better off getting a pass. Because yeah, if you I can make that. it, even if you can make it four or five times a year, which is what our thought was, um, then it's worth your money, which is what I think we'll pull off. I think we'll pull off just enough to be the movie like, well, I already gone like three times and that's like, I already, that's worth my money. Yeah. Like I already would. And I have a higher pass because I get discounts on it. And I figured if I'm coming, why wouldn't I get discounts? That's stupid. And it's already paid for itself. Yeah. And I, I did look at that. We just, we haven't, we haven't pulled the trigger because we just don't know if we're going to go there, but I do like, that is something I would enjoy. Um, Kaiser, because my whole family works for Kaiser, they used to do a Kaiser night. And it was the last time we went was 2019, 2020 was canceled. So we were hoping that Kaiser would go back to doing a Kaiser employee night because that was great. We got to go to Universal. We got to ride everything. There were short lines. It was just for Kaiser employees. It was a reduced price ticket. It was a great time, Um, but they haven't done that yet. So we just. Yeah, let's let's switch the convo. Um, Yes. So much for no magic you talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but I it wasn't, it wasn't it was, speculative. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like we're sitting here. We're just, it's just two people who have passes and enjoy going who are just talking about what we think yeah. and what we hope for. It wasn't like anything. you, but not like some other bloggers trying to give you false information. Well, and we're not clickbaiting it. We don't have anything to win. We're not. I got nothing to win. <laughs> I, I got nothing to win. We're not over here for clickbaits. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, Universal, and I we mentioned this the last time we talked. Um, I was gonna head out to the Universal's first uh, pass holder party, which I I think I mentioned the last time how much of a an issue it was to even get the freaking pass or the um, the reservation. But we did it. I got it. Um, we took the everybody. So there was five of us that went. Give me just a second. Every once in a while, I need a COVID clo- uh, throat clear. Um, <laughs> We there's five of us. We got there um, a little after seven. The party actually started at eight. Uh, we got there and we're like, first thing we gotta do is we gotta eat because we haven't eaten. So eating at Universal is it's something else, man. Um, it's really something else. They really do need a a a mobile order. The lines aren't too crazy, but I'm so spoiled by Disney that it's like this is such a waste of my time to wait in this line because by the time I got my food and we ate it, all five of us. It's already eight thirty. 
Yeah. And mind you, I got in the park. I got to the park a little bit before seven. We were in a little after seven. So it's just, that's an entirely, that's just a waste of time. Um, the food options are, they're different. Um, they're different. So you just kind of have to pick what, what you like. Um, some places have kids stuff and some don't. I just have a very picky son. So most of the time it's just chicken strips or chicken tenders of some type. Uh, I have to take that into account. So do that. And then one of the girls wanted something different. So she and the other one went to go get it and then met us back where we ate because we ate at uh, the Three Broomsticks, a Harry Potter place, which I think is one of the higher quality places to actually eat at Universal. Like I've heard things about, chicken. yeah, the Three Broomsticks is good. And mm. then a lot of people like the crusty land area, like the Simpsons. The, which is just chicken sandwiches. And one daughter, the other daughter, doesn't really eat chicken. She's not a big fan of, of chicken sandwiches. So, like, she has to be in the mood for it to actually want it. Um, so I haven't eaten there yet, but I will. The burger place that is there in, like, the main drag, um, it's okay. It's a yeah. burger. It's nothing special. The salad that was there was a Caesar salad was absolute trash. The first time we ate it, absolute trash. I'm talking about, I took this, I don't know why I took this, but I also ordered chicken tenders from there one time. Mm-hmm. And one of them was undercooked and yeah. I had to take, I had to take it back. And then we got a replacement. Well, the one daughter who ate it was like, I can't even eat this anymore. Like was just disgusted by the fact that it was like, I got a new one and ate part of it and then open the other one and the other one was still kind of like this isn't cooked enough like this is like i can't even eat this anymore yeah so, i don't blame her, no, I don't blame her either. me off right away i'd be like mm-hmm. i am now full so food is still something i'm learning at universal but three broomsticks is definitely high on the list of like this is good food mm-hmm. so i have to and plus they have a panda express so it's a limited menu on the panda express but it is um it's panda express you know what you're getting so yeah. you could eat there you know you know what you're getting um the party itself was um it was okay i mean it, it was pretty cool we had a good time it was only four hours i, th- I felt it should have been kind of longer but then i remember disney's are only four hours yeah and this one was free whereas this Disney's one was free yeah, disney's charges two hundred dollars yeah this one was free i didn't pay anything additional i guess in the main area like their kind of showcase area where the grinch stuff takes place the tree and all that mm-hmm. is i guess the, i never went over there actually but i guess they had like lawn games and um a taste of uh, coca-cola and stuff like that, a different type of uh, Coke, big Jenga, bounce chairs, a DJ. Well, that's cool. The kids decided they wanted to ride rides, which was okay with me because there was literally no weight, like nothing. That's the best. Oh, man, the the uh, Hippogriff ride, which is right across from the big Harry Potter ride, which is a small roller coaster, but only about 30 seconds long, mm-hmm. normally about an hour wait. I, we walked right on both times. So we got on it twice, as a matter of fact. Walked right on. Wow, that's cool. Harry Potter was pretty much yeah yeah that's cool Harry 50 Potter minutes usually, away. Yeah, it's usually a hot mess over there. Uh, well, the the big Harry Potter ride usually not. I've never waited in the three four times that I've been there. I've never waited more than about thirty minutes for the big Harry Potter ride. Mm-hmm. Um, the small one that I'm talking about, the roller coaster, is usually like yeah, it's like a fifty minute wait all the time. I yeah. don't know why, but it is. Um, it's seriously like thirty seconds long. It's not long at all. Cool little ride, but I would not wait an hour for that ride. Uh, everything else was pretty much walk on. The Simpsons was like 10 minutes. I think the longest wait we had all night was Jurassic Park, which I think hands down is probably my favorite ride. And I think the best ride at Universal is the Jurassic World one. And yeah. I think it was maybe 15 minutes, if that. It was really, really quick. Oh, yeah. We got on just about everything 
that night. Minions, just everything. The thing about Universal, and you need to know this if you're thinking about, well, you've been there, but like, um, has it been a while since you've been there? It's been, well, I think the last one we, we went there was like 2019. So, okay, so not much has changed yet. They redid the Simpsons ride a little bit, which needs to be completely overhauled or something new. The, yeah, when I, okay, so the last time I was there, we've never seen the Harry Potter area that was closed off or wasn't done yet. So it's been long enough that we've never been to the Harry Potter section. Okay, okay. That's actually a really cool part of the park, like just the visuals and stuff. The yeah. theming is uh, the theming is done pretty well. All the rides, the, the thing with the rides is that they're all simulator-based. That's so my worst part they, with Universal. It, those yeah. tend to make me kind of sick. My wife gets a little bit like that too, so you kind of have to like – know that and be okay with that that they're going to show off they're going to show off what they can do with screens mm-hmm. that's really what they're doing is they're going to show off that so it's not your typical rides even the mummy which is more of a roller coaster than yeah. not still has a lot of uh, uh visuals in it and what you can do with screens so we even did that one that night the only thing we really didn't do that night was the tram tour which was they you know average oh tram tour at night we just didn't get to it the line we wanted to eat, and the latest they, um, the latest they wanted to do, was you had to be in line by nine o'clock. To do uh, that. So yeah. I was like nine o'clock, like we're here till midnight, whatever. But it is a forty-five minute. But unless line. it's forty-five minutes long. Unless it's Halloween, okay. The tram at night. There is some stuff you can't see. There's some lights on some buildings that you saw. Yeah, like, I, I don't know what the what the nice thing was, and I, I have yet to talk to anybody that actually did it. Anthony, who's not with us tonight because he's still sleeping and didn't want to get his butt up. Yeah, that was for you, Anthony. Um, I think he, he said in the group chat that, like, oh, yeah, that's what we wanted to do. Okay, the kids just wanted to do that. Universal is also limiting with um, a little bit with with size. Yeah. Like, I had some issues. Uh, I, yes, I am a big guy, but I'm not huge. But I have issues every time getting on the Harry Potter ride because – I the way the system works and how the, many clicks they want on the thing, I fit, but I can't from the position that I'm in, I can't get the last click in by myself. Someone else has to do it. I need somebody to push it down and on me, I, and I fit. It's just weird. The ride ops, it's hit or miss if they help you, because like I'm in several like plus size theme park groups, even though you know, because we used to be a lot. You know, I used to be a lot bigger, and so. Uh, the walk of shame is always something that I think of. And even at my size now, like the Sierra Sidewinder at Knott's Berry Farm, ooh, I'm sucking it in for that ride. So there's a lot of rides. And uh, the Harry Potter rides are notorious for not being very size friendly. And, and that's size if you're too tall, if you're too thick, if your butt is bigger than something else, like it has to, you have to position it just right. Now, Disney will click for you. Disney no, will, Universal won't do that. Universal, yeah. it's usually hit or miss, and most of the times they're not going to help you. So if you're on the border, have somebody in your party who gets in after you so they can shove you in there because that is something that is sort of known in the plus-size community. Universal is not very size-friendly, whereas Disney, there's only a couple of rides that are, you know, that are questionable. And I think those are all in Florida, so... Yeah, so it it was fun. We had fun. We would definitely do it again. Um, just the fact that we could take the kids for a night of, what do you want to ride? Okay, let's go. It's only five minutes. They had some special food options 
that they didn't handle well. Mm. Um, most of them, I think the girls had, were talking about a special drink at the Mexican place. Uh, mm-hmm. So they had gotten in line for it. And then and, one of the employees and, came out and said, well, if you want this, whatever, horchata, whatever, uh, it's completely sold out for the night. So <laughs> they were literally like, the girls were literally like, the line emptied after that. Everybody got oh, out of the line. I yeah. bet. And they had like a, a chocolate, what was it? A chocolate Coke milkshake or chocolate Coke sundae. Yeah. It was intriguing. It was intriguing. Well, let's go see what it is. The line was out the door of oh that place. God. And it's a sizable line inside. It, it can They can hold a good amount of people. I was like, yeah, no. They don't know how to do this. Mobile order, you know, would have helped yeah. with a lot of this. But, you know, whatever. So I, They had, like, DJs. And they yeah. had like, different they're playing pretty. It was funny because they did have DJs. But they were playing the same music just in different spots. Oh. I heard Doja Cat. I don't know how many times. Oh. And Play, Bad a couple of, Play Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bad Bunny a couple of times. And I'm like, you're play, you guys are playing the same music. Like, I, you'd go up and down wherever we were going, wherever the kids wanted to go. I'm like, this, did I just hear the song over here? It was like the same thing. But people were into it. People yeah. were into it. I mean, the DJs you know, seemed pretty, pretty hyped and people were into it. It's definitely something that I think this was their first one ever. The fact I think they've ever done one. That it was free. That yeah. right that alone. Yeah. That is amazing. Because also that's gonna get that's why stuff sold out. If you don't have to pay to get into the park, you're gonna make it rain with stuff that you've always wanted, but maybe didn't have the budget for. Like you're not and that too, and they gave everybody. So my pass has uh, I think a 20% discount. And my wow. pass has 20% discount that night. Everybody got it. Oh, see, yeah, I, so you could be the lower pass holder, and you were getting a twenty percent discount. So, I mean, people were were buying stuff. Like, I literally, I just, I don't even think we bought anything other than food. At the end of the night, the kids wanted a, you know, something from the sweet shop in Harry Potter land. Right. Um, so, like, okay. And then when I asked him, I'm like, wait, do I need to show you anything, or is it still all 20, everything's twenty percent off? He's like, no, it's all. You don't need to show me anything. It's all twenty percent off. That's so cool. like, okay. So, see, oh yeah, that was cool. And everybody there was a pass holder, so they just knew everybody here's a pass holder. Because we had a badge, uh, everybody here gets a 20% discount. I was like, that's actually, that's cool. That right there, again, I know that Disney knows they can charge. Disney knows they could get top dollar. Disney, I mean, Oogie Boogie sold out in five days. Um, Oh, my God, that, okay, let's talk about that for a sec next. Right? Yeah, so that's, I had a good time. I would do it again. Hopefully, do do it again. Um, I'd probably just ride rides again. Yeah, which was to me just to ride the rides and not have to do that. And you know, having the music as the background, it was cool. It was a cool little vibe. Um, now, the boogie boogie thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I knew it was good. Okay. So this I is this is why I wish Anthony was here because Anthony knows all these freaking stats like the back of his hand. I know he's so it, good at that. It takes it normally uh, weeks, weeks. So I just listened to somebody on youtube who said or did i read it anyway it doesn't matter somebody was saying that in like 2019 it took months Mm -hmm. for oogie to sell out and last year it took weeks for oogie boogie to sell out and this year it took days and somebody speculated that maybe they didn't release all of the tickets like maybe there'll be another round of oogie boogie tickets maybe but i don't think so i think Tickets flew off the shelf for a couple of reasons. One, some pass holders don't know if they're going to be able to be key holders again. That's why. So yeah, that's, I think that's a big chunk of it. Two, it got a lot of hype last year. 
it was hyped to the max. Oogie Boogie was hyped up. Also, they've had several more nighttime things since Oogie Boogie, and they've all been pretty successful. Sweetheart Night was surprisingly good. I, again, the only one I paid for was Star Wars. The only one I will pay for is Star Wars. Um, but I was watching YouTubers and, and, and influencers and stuff, and Sweetheart Night seemed like a great time. Uh, I have a friend who went to Villains Night. Uh, mm. We know her. She said it was a really fun night. Um, uh, her kids got to go on all the rides, and she and her husband did some photo ops that they wanted to do, but the kids got to go on the rides, uh, which was cool. And then Star Wars Night was awesome. Star Wars was just awesome. And I think, you know, I don't love fall and Halloween. It's it's fine, but it's not my favorite season. I'm not one of those people who, like, make it her identity. It's just not what I do. But so many people love Halloween. Love it. And um, I think there was a lot of hype around this Oogie Boogie, and people knew it was going to sell out fast. And it sold out days. Um, uh, I'm expecting a resale market though, because I have a feeling a lot of people bought tickets and either won't be able to go or never had plans to go. So there is a site that resells them, huh? Um, I don't know about a site that resells them, but I will tell you they'll use influencers on Instagram and vloggers to help sell their tickets. Um, and I've seen a lot of, Hey, if you're looking for a ticket, this person tagged below is is looking to get rid of tickets. Hit them. Yeah, up. but it's okay. So here's the thing with that: it's registered to a name, mm-hmm. and you cannot. They don't check. That's but just, they don't check. You cannot you cannot sell the ticket for more than you paid for it. There there's some fine print. No, there's some fine print in there that if you get caught, they can That's they can the validate the ticket. It's the getting caught part. And so I think that, um, and a lot of people will put like, I'm only looking to get what I bought for it, but, um, it's always about getting caught and there's a lot of shady people in Disney. You, how many, you and I both know of how many resellers who buy up merch and then eBay it. So I think that the key is, is are they going to get caught? I hope everybody who got tickets, I hope it's the best night ever. I hope this Oogie Boogie is the best Oogie Boogie they've ever done in the entire history of Oogie Boogies. Um, I won't be there, but um, yeah, it sold out. It sold out in days. And and I fully expect every single solitary special night going forward to sell out quickly. The only one that did it was grad night. There were still grad night tickets available on those grad night, but that grad night was freaking lame. I don't know. You know what? I, I I saw I have a friend that went and um it was different. If you wanted to get on rides, that was your night. If you just wanted to listen to good music, that was your night. Suburban Legends played, who are who are one of my favorite yeah, um uh played, so that was a good night. I think yeah. for the lower price, if you caught it one on one of the lower price days, it might have been it might have been worth it. Look, I, I was surprised by what I actually saw because he sent me videos and I made a TikTok for him. And yeah. uh, I was like, man, this actually looks like it would have been actual fun because we're into the entertainment of it. So I think between that and maybe some of the snacks, um, 
I think would have been like, okay, this was this was kind of worth it. So I don't know. I look, I follow vloggers and they're supposed to be hype men. Like that's what they do, especially if they want to stay on Disney's good graces and they want to, they're either going to get clicks two ways. They're either going to hype up crap and make it great, or they're going to hate everything because hate gets a lot of views. Um, but even the vloggers who are like the super positive vloggers who are trying really hard to make it like, this is the coolest night ever. Aside from singing overpriced karaoke and eating a special 100 gram sugar snack, it really, like you said, it was mostly like it had cool tunes and it had short lines, um, which is great. But do I want to pay? It had a bunch of photo ops, too. Yeah, it did have photo ops, which if that's what you're into, again, cool. Um, Like Star Wars night, if you weren't into Star Wars, was it worth it? Probably not. But for everyone who was into it, it worked out. Villains night, villains have a huge following. Halloween has a huge following. Sweethearts night was great, but it also didn't sell out right away. I don't even know if it sold out at all because it doesn't have a following. Like that's Grad a weird night- concept. And so the, the Grad night is a weird concept and the sweetheart yeah. thing is a very weird concept. So it's like, I think what sells out quickly is um, those themed nights that have those diehard stands. Those people who are like, I love Halloween above all else. It is my entire aesthetic. And they're going to like move heaven and earth to dress up at Oogie Boogie and cool, more power to you. Villains, same thing. I mean, I was contemplating Villains Night, but we chose Star Wars over Villains because my husband loves Star Wars and I like Star Wars as well. So that's why we chose that one. But Star Wars, they could have charged 300 bucks for Star Wars and people would have went. My husband being one of them. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyway, all in all, I think, I think Disney has been doing great. I know they got a lot of hate and I know they can, you know, there's a lot with like, oh, they shouldn't have brought Lightning Lane and they're pay to play and everything's a la carte and they're charging all this extra. But, you know, at the end of the day, I've often said Disney is like the standard for what capitalism is. And Bob Chapek has like this goal and he's working towards it. Good for him. Um, But overall, I've been going to Disney way more than I've been going to Knott's. They've just been pulling my business because they're doing things right. And um, especially if you can catch Disney on like a rope drop or closing, if you're not there for fireworks, there are a million people waiting for fireworks. Go hit up some rides. I guarantee you'll get on them. Yeah, sometimes I want to watch the fireworks, and sometimes I we plan it to do a bigger ride. Yeah. As the fireworks are getting ready to start, because we know it, those pull people. Yep. So we're gonna do that because again, going often we've seen the fireworks. What you do have to watch out for at that point, though, is where you're at in the park, what you want to do after, because those times after those um, things or any time in between the first showing of um, Fantasmic and the second showing of Fantasmic becomes you have to pay attention to the fact that, like, we're going to have to walk through over there, like, and it's, you know, getting kind of busy over there. So I haven't seen what this I haven't seen Fantasmic since it opened the first day that I was there. Because I haven't wanted to wait around that long. Um, I don't know if the second showing, as per usual, before COVID, is hitting that point now where it's just a little less crowded. But I can tell you that with the, for the electrical parade, that is the case. 
It is also the case for World of Color. The second show? The second show of World of Color, uh, one of the vloggers tested it. They're not even doing uh, virtual cues for the second showing of World of Color. They're they're not even bothering. And uh, they walked up five minutes before the second showing of World of Color. Like they, they got in right before the park closed, walked over there and got amazing spots. Okay. I'll remember that for actually when we go um, this week. Um, last week, the last time that I went right before I got COVID, which is yeah. maybe where I got COVID. Um, <laughs> Good be. We had decided, um, hey, let's, uh, I think it was just me and the kids. It's me, my brother, and my, and two, two, my actual two kids. Right. Um, we went and I was like, hey, you know what? Let's, um, it's kind of this time. Let's go see if on Main Street, if we can find a space to kind of watch the fireworks. Because when we were here last week, I had noticed that we were leaving about that time. And I had mm-hmm. noticed there's no one really up here. Right. Like there is, there's people there, but like you can catch like behind a bench yeah. or you know, behind whatever people are actually sitting on the curb mm-hmm. and have a fantastic view over everything. And so, okay, we walked down Main Street. And of course, Main Street's lined with people and it's not. Not crazy, but there's there's people. We even saw spots where like, oh, I can get in behind them if I wanted to, being behind the rope that they put up. No, let's go over there by the by the opera house and the bank. So mm-hmm. we ended up over there and I actually found a seat on the curb. So five minutes before the parade starts, I have a seat on the curb. I actually I filmed it and I actually sat on the curb and and filmed the entire parade because I walked up five minutes before and was like, There's no one over here. With my intent being I can stand behind somebody. No, I actually ended up sitting on the curb because there were spaces there. That's how that second showing usually is. And that's how Fantasmic usually was. So I assume before long, it's actually going to get back to that. So just people, and people have seen it. The hype has kind of died down a little bit. It, it is a good show. There's always going to be people that want to watch it, but the hype dies down for that second show. It's late. Um, you know, people catch the fireworks with the family and then want to go home. So that's when we take advantage uh, that kind of stuff and for years why well, i never even showed up until after nine o'clock yeah to go into the park and do a few rides or watch a parade and whatever i want to do so that is kind of how it is right now the kind of the last thing i want to talk about um real quick because i know you gotta go here in a few okay. is um I, I was talking to another friend of mine and i realized um disney has their slushy game on point have you ever noticed this? No. <laughs> they have their slushy game on point. I have never until we started talking about something, we were doing some kind of like food reviews. You cannot go wrong with Disney slushies. Huh. You know, I don't all. I don't tend to to drink slushies very often because I find them sometimes overly sweet. But no, I have, you have to take that into account. Yeah, uh, what it is. So let's drinking the whole thing. Yeah, but I mean, um, I haven't had a slushy, and I can't tell you how long. But I will tell you, they look delicious. Even though I haven't had one, they're colorful. They're um, they look really pretty. They have fun names. Um, they do charge you more now because they've learned that. Yeah, they- they're. A cube they're, in them, they could charge you a million dollars. And some of them are are after dark ones, and I'll yeah. get I'll get into that. But yeah, so this is just some things I found out recently, and none of this was on purpose. I actually found this stuff out by accident. Okay, so I'm a fan of the Disney slushy, so because yeah. it's it's a nice treat when you're hot. Okay, so the goofy ones over there, that last shop, the 
behind Coke Corner mm-hmm. uh, has just the, you know, the flavors. You can mix it, so you don't have to get just one flavor. You can mix the flavors. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Okay. Well, in Bing Bongs, Bing Bongs over in DCA has the specialty ones. Yes. Okay. I didn't know that you can customize with all the toppings. Oh. Yeah. You go in, and they have a list of toppings there, so you can customize the flavors that you want and the toppings or the fillings that you get in it. Huh. So you, And it's the same price. Because I've often gone, because I like bing bongs, I like the shop, mm-hmm. and I've looked over there, and I've wanted to try one of those, um, but I'll have to try that, because that does sound good. Sometimes I look at it, and I'm like, I want that one, but I don't really want that in it. Right. And that's actually what happened. So I had gone with, I was with the tutors, right. and I was like, it's hot, let's go get one of these over here, and just kind of sit down for a few and rest. Okay. So that we went over there, and we were talking at the, at the counter, because it wasn't that busy. And yeah, the CM told me, oh, no, you can get whatever you want. Well, we can? Yeah, the, this is the feelings that we have. You can literally get whatever you want. Just have it added in. And I was like, oh, my God. You're like I, game changer. Yeah, I'm all, no, I, no, I promise you I didn't say that. But yeah, I was like, that's freaking cool. I'm like, well, I want this flavor and this flavor, and I want the, the berry bursting like boba type yeah. thing. Yeah, sure. Okay. So they, they make it grab right there, whatever you want. And it's all the same price. I was like, dang, okay. So then I had that, and then I had told my friend that, and then he's like, well, what else have you had? I'm like, well, I just had that jungle julep, the one from uh, Bengal Barbecue, which was yeah. uh, pineapple, orange, and grape. And I told him it was good, but it's, it was heavy on the grape. Like, it could totally taste the grape. And then later we went and had one from a Hungry Bear or something, and I was like, oh, the Hungry Bear one was, uh, it was peach. Mm-hmm. It was peach, and I'm all. Oh, that one was really good. Oh, and I've also had this one, and I'm like, dude, wait a minute. All of them are really freaking good. And he's like, yeah, I have not had a bad one. <laughs> I have not had a bad one at all. Um, and I think are some of them late night. Some of them are late night. So at the uh, Galactic Grill, they have one that's it's passion fruit, orange, and guava, and it does have the. Um, oh, that's their pog. The That's pog the, one, yeah, it's pog, pog, it's pog yeah, juice. Yeah, everybody loves that pog juice. Oh my god, it's delicious. Yeah. But they always have like they've had the blood orange ones there, mm-hmm. the Galactic Grill, and at different times. And then there they have those, and then Hungry Bear sometimes has some specialty ones. So they have a watermelon freeze. Sometimes they're called freezes. It's a slushy. But yeah. uh, the watermelon one is like really good too. It's whipped cream on top. I was like, oh my God. They're they're actually really good. So if you do like slushies totally recommend you try slushies around the park in different places hungry bear is one of them that that has it and then um galactic grill have them uh a lot a late night and sometimes they have ones that are specialty like they have all the time right. if they can put a glow cube in it they'll call it a late night offering and throw it in there because galactic grill <laughs> is one of the places that actually is open um it's open until midnight yeah and i think the uh, park closes. they're doing a special late night menu at galactic grill and uh Red Rose Tavern. Yeah. Right now. So the, the other thing they have special. at Galactic Grill right now is the um the Hawaiian style tenders. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Are they good? <laughs> oh, those are so good. Yeah. I uh, I kind of want to go to Disney at night this Sunday only because we've never go at night and it would be awesome to be able to try some of the food because like I love eating my way around Disney. Yeah. Um, and I I love when they have like the smaller portions. Cause it just makes my life easier. So like whenever they're having offerings and it's like a trio of this or a sample of that, I'm like, I'm down. 
Um, right. Yeah. The one well, want, go ahead. Like I, I've not tried the slushies, but I've tried some of the non-alcoholic. I know, shocking, non-alcoholic <laughs> uh, versions of some of the drinks at like Pims and uh, the Key Holders Lounge. So if the slushies <laughs> are as good as those, then yeah, they're. Well, I'm I mean, a fan, and I didn't even realize it until we just realized. Sometimes when we go and it's hot, you end up ordering a slushie, and then we end up, you know, we we share it. And then I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> Every time we've had one of these, like yeah. I haven't had one yet that I'm like, this is not good. Not not at all. But the Hawaiian style tenders are very much like a like a wing stop type Hawaiian sauce on it. And they serve them on top. They serve them on top of the French fries. So you get that and a little ranch dressing. Oh heaven. Delicious. It's so so good. Like I'm, I'm I'm a fan of that. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna look at real quick before we end here, unless you want to talk about anything else. No. But the uh, this is what the peach one was: peach honey tea slush. So it's topped with honey, sweetened peaches, and whipped cream. Oh, that, that was that's a that's a cheaper one. There's no like you. So that's a day <laughs> one. It's only like six bucks. <laughs> then they, they normally in, have, and it's ten dollars all night. That's yeah, it's only ten dollars. Yeah, because you get a like, lighter what cube. If I don't want a glow cube. I, I literally it? have I <laughs> used to glow cubes that I have because I keep them. Like I pay for this, I'm keeping it um, over the years, and I use them in uh, Halloween, the jack o' lanterns. Oh, that's actually a genius idea. Right? We have a glow cube somewhere. I I don't know. We have a couple of them. Then the watermelon freeze too is just a top of whipped cream, but it's good too, and it's just a, they have it all the time on the regular. Well, and it sounds like a mix between like a refreshing drink and dessert. So you're yeah. getting. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of both. And like I've, I said, I've had blood orange ones, and they had Galactic Girl had a key lime one. Um, oh, that's good. I oh, love pog key one. Lime. The pog one is delicious. We had decided the last time we went, we shared them because there was there was five of us, but we ended up sharing um, two of them. So the yeah. girls shared one, and then I kind I only had a little sip with my brother and. Uh, my son and then one of the girls decided i'm gonna get one of those myself because it was that good <laughs> so she ordered one finished about three-fourths of it and then was like do you want the rest of it i can't finish it yes i do you're like let me have it, it. yes spring it, it, it. i'm not a problem i do not have a problem finishing this drink so it's, Some it's of those good. are just really sweet so like that would be my only, <clears throat> my biggest concern is how much sugar is in there. Cause I mean, you know, you're at Disney, you're definitely consuming sugar. So there's just some drinks that are more sugary than others, but I can always get them without the whipped cream and stuff on them. And yeah, a lot of them don't have whipped cream. That's kind of few and far in between, sure. but yeah, yeah. It's kind of a special thing, but um, they're good. And I just, I, again, it's just something I never realized until I started talking about it. Like, Wow, everyone I've actually had is, but I have not found one yet that I'm like, this really isn't that good. The biggest complaint I have was the jungle, the jungle one, and which is because it's not even a bad thing. It's just like I'm not the biggest fan of the grape taste. Yeah, like the artificial grape taste. It reminds and, us of the I don't know about you, but every medication that I had in the 80s growing up that was liquid, no, gum <laughs> or grape. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I have PTSD. <laughs> yeah, I. Are you giving? That, that's not like, it. I just, I don't know. I've never particularly been like, oh, that's my favorite taste. I don't mind it, but I'm, I'm like, if I choose to, like, not. I was hoping it would balance out a little bit more, but it definitely the aftertaste was full, and it was purple. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is gonna taste like grape, but I tasted it, and I was like, oh, actually, this is actually pretty good. Like, I, I would, I would drink this again. Right. I would, I would drink it again. So. That's cool. That's what I got. I can't think of anything else that was. Uh, 
going well, on again after comic-con though so you could talk about comic-con yeah disney's going to have a presence at comic-con which the last comic-con that happened um in 2019 there was actually no marvel booth and mm-hmm. there really wasn't a proper star wars booth because d23 was also happening which is right. also happening this year which we'll talk about later because i'm going to go to that for a day too yeah but definitely I, I don't know why they made that decision to like let's go to comic-con probably just because they hadn't been um they hadn't been out in a while i there i'm sure there's people who've not been to disney but who love marvel who, if they got a good enough booth at Comic-Con, would would think, you know, I really need to go see Avengers Campus and I'm going to go to Disney, who maybe wouldn't have gone before. So it's a really good way to get a group of people who maybe haven't thought of going to Disney before. I think Disney's really pushing the fact that they have a cruise line that's going to go out of San Diego. Yeah. Like that's coming up. The Wish or whatever it is is going to actually sail out of San Diego. So oh, I thought it was The Wish is the new one in Florida. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I don't, don't pay attention to that because it's like I don't. I, don't know. I haven't been interested in cruises. Yeah, I, I don't mind, that. but you know, it is more because it's a Disney cruise, more expensive. But um, now I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know that, and I'm a little intrigued because I'm like, well, that's a little easier to do because I don't need to worry about flights. Yes, if there's a cruise, so my sister went on a Disney cruise that went out of San Diego. It was like a three or four dayer. Um, and she's been on other cruises and she told me um, for the rest of her life, she will pay extra to go on a Disney cruise over any other cruise she's ever been on. Not Royal Caribbean, not Car- none of those. She said Disney did cruising the best she's ever done. It was amazing. The food was top notch. Now this was pre COVID, but she said it was the best cruise she's ever been on and worth the extra money. And my sister does not like to pay for things. She uh. is very frugal so for her to say it was worth the extra money and she said she would even do it without her kid she said that in some aspects it's almost like if you have kids it's great but if you want to go as a disney adult she said it was amazing so it was great so i don't know something to think about but yeah let's talk again after you go to all of the cons yeah a couple weeks then well it's not long before i see you on the daily again as it's good back to work yeah, that's yeah. coming. And we've already started to get like emails because of it. So I don't know. I, I checked we'll email see. today and I don't want to. Oh yeah. No, I, I they come up and I just I just swipe to to delete them. But now I get to go fight off uh the real housewives of Orange County in the pickup line. Good luck with that. So, so all right. All right. Cannot. Sounds good. All right. I will you talk to you soon. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Disney Culture is a part of the Extraordinary Culture Podcast Universe. Follow my Disney stuff on IG and YouTube at Dan's Disney Adventures. Follow my Disney stuff on TikTok at Danzig77. That's D-A-N-S-Z-I-G-77. Thanks for listening. See you real soon. So